Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. Emergency transmission happening this week, this episode. We are sitting down less than 48 hours after episode six of The Book of Boba Fett. And if you have not seen it at this point, this is nothing but spoilers. So turn away now. You're invited to come back after you've seen the episode, but this entire episode is nothing but spoilers. So yes, consider this your fair warning. We love you. Please come back. But yes, yes. we don't want to spoil anything for anybody. So we're trying to give no. fair warning up front. Yes, this, this is a big one. <laughs> yes, we are interrupting our usually scheduled program. We have where we're supposed to talk about uh I think favorite quotes, right? Is what we're supposed yes, to have. Yes, exactly. That's going to come next week because this is far too important to not address. Far this. too important. <laughs> yeah, this is this is an emergency recording. <laughs> <laughs> All because of one Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Who Oh my god, and so Lauren and I have really tried to keep quiet to each other about this. So you're going to get our raw reaction yeah. together. We've said like maybe four sentences to each other. We've been holding it in all day, all day. Literally. And actually since last night and yesterday. <laughs> yes, since we saw it and we're just like, you know what? We're not going to do this till we have a microphone in front of our faces and we can share this with everybody. And here we are. Oh my God, girl. I was dying. I, I'm dead. I'm still dead. <laughs> I'm still not over it. It took me... So long to like just, I was in like I'm still in processing mode. Mm -hmm. Same. Like there was so it was so much greatness that I had to like just step away and process. But I think I'm ready to talk about it. If you are, <laughs> oh yes, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> there are things I'm gonna forget to talk about, but it doesn't matter. I have to talk about some things to make room yes. for the other things to come up. So, yes, yeah. And so let's just get it out of the way. We were treated to. Some incredibly amazing shit last night, yes. basically. Oh, my God. Stuff that, like, my child, my inner child was just spasming out because it was just, oh. So the second that R2-D2 shows up, you kind of know where it's going. Yeah. I mean, and then we get treated to the beginnings of Luke's school. Yeah, which is so bittersweet. It's so, it was a beautiful location. It's so peaceful. Mm -hmm. And it makes, it hurts to know, like, what ends up happening to it and how it looks. I know. You know, based oh. on that shot that we see in the sequels. Devastating. Oh, but. <clears throat> but then we see him with Grogu. I mean, okay, so, like, Mando and Grogu are heartbreaking enough. Yeah. Then you throw in Luke Skywalker realness, which did that deep fake look amazing or what? I it mean, was so good. It was so good. So much better. The improvement from last episode of Mando absolutely. to this. Unbelievable. They fixed everything that I think they needed to. Yeah. And I, I just sometimes I just stared at the TV like, 
am I even watching this? Like, am I even seeing this? Like, it was Mark Hamill's face, Mark Hamill's voice, or at least very close to it. And yeah. I mean, it was, it, it was real enough for me yes. to be happy Same. with everything. Yeah, me too. I came away feeling, I, I felt so happy afterwards instead of like, ooh, that was a little off mark. It was like there was no feeling like right. that. There were things about it that were like, because when you know Mark Hamill as well as we all do, yeah. because we've all grown up watching him and we, we've we heard his voice our entire lives, of course we're going to be aware, but it was as close to him as you could get without it actually being him. Yeah, and then they added Ahsoka. Yeah, which I mean, that was when I was like, I mean, okay, <laughs> I'm losing my fucking shit. When they <laughs> step into a scene together. She together. Just, she just casually walks up behind him and he can sense her coming and he turns a little yeah. bit. And then they start talking. And then the things they say to each other and I yes. died. I'm still not be- been resuscitated no, yet. I, I, I think that was the most real moment for me. And, I, okay, like, again, I'm still processing. But who knew after the Luke scene that we got in the Mandalorian season two finale that, like, a year or so later, we'd get a whole hour of him yeah. and we would get a scene with him and his father's Padawan. Like, yeah. you want to talk about a coming together of the worlds? My mind fucking nearly exploded and the things... She just looks at him. Rosario Dawson does it right. She, she has that look down. Mm-hmm. She looked at Luke with love, like as you would. Now she said, just, I'm a friend of the families. You know, that's something that Ahsoka Tano would totally say, right? Everybody melted in their seats watching this. Yes. But then she says, you are so much like your father. I mean, just take the knife and twist it. I just couldn't. I was... I was watching the scene and my brain was racing a million miles an hour thinking like she must just be thinking that the entire time. And then she said it and I was like, God bless you, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Like that is what we want. Like all the Clone Wars people are just like dying to hear that. And they just gave it right to us. A little gem. It was so beautiful. And the way he looks at her when she says that. Right. And I have chills, by the way. I literally have, like, goosebumps. <laughs> but you want to, I mean, that's the amalgamation of worlds right there. Mm-hmm. You know, all these moments. And so does this mean we're going to get the conversation that we all want? Like, because you know it's happened. It's happened by this point. Luke and Ahsoka have talked. They're friends now. Mm-hmm. They they clearly know one another. He says to her in the end, will I see you again? Which kind of hurt. Oh my gosh, it was like sad. So are we going to get the talk? We'll call it the talk. Yeah. That Luke and Ahsoka must have at this point. God, where I hope so. He tells her, your master turned back to the light in the end. And she gets to tell him all about his father and his mother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who were basically her parents. Yes. That would just be... (sighs) Like, I could see it happening in her show. Yeah, see, now I feel like this really... Because remember what I said in a previous episode where Luke is the one who brings down Thrawn in the original Thrawn trilogy, or, like, at least fights Thrawn. And now they're having Ahsoka do that, and I was like, what if Ahsoka and Luke, like, teamed up? Now they could. They've set it up so that, like, it's very possible. Well, 
the producers have proven with this singular episode, they can make 60 minutes or whatever odd minutes it was of Luke Skywalker happen. Yeah. Without any, I mean, there were things I liked and things that I was like, ah, okay. But like, for the most part, they could pull it off. Yeah. Like, how fucking brave are they? This episode is so courageous because it's, like you said, end of Mando, we could see how they had the cloak, they covered his face, you know, and then at the Mm -hmm. end he pulls the hood off and you just see the deep fake, quote unquote, for Mm -hmm. a few minutes. This was like balls to the walls. We are doing this, like all the way. Not only that, they held shots of his face on purpose. Yes. For longer than they probably needed to. Yes. Just to be like, do you see what we've created? We've done a good job. Bask in it. (laughs) Yes. See? And so many tiny little moments and much bigger moments just all wrapped into one. I just, I have so many emotions and all I'm doing is stuttering. (laughs) Terrible for a podcast. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Bear with us, folks. We're emotional. (laughs) Yes. We're not going to go in order, but we will talk about everything. It's going to be all over the place, but I don't care. Okay, so one of the things, you were talking about the conversation with Ahsoka and Luke, and I was talking Mm -hmm. to my sister earlier saying, the part with Grogu, where he said, let me help you remember. Yes. Yes. That was yes, let's talk about that. Scene. But I was thinking, I kept wondering if Vader was going to walk through at the end. Because imagine, like, not only is it Grogu's memory and he's, like, feeling and remembering, but what if Luke saw that? Like, saw Anakin in Order 66. I was just wondering if that was going to happen because like then the layers of all of that of like luke has only heard stories and this would be him seeing through the eyes of another what happened that day yes and we didn't get the finished scene and i wonder if we will because the question remains how does grogu make it out of there yeah my sister had a really clever idea she was like what if it was ahsoka and when she first met <gasps> Grogu back in Mandalorian, when she said that she could read his thoughts, what if she was just not, like, what if that well, wasn't true? What if she had already, she already knew him? I was like, that's, that's interesting. interesting idea. But isn't Ahsoka already on Mandalore at the time that all the shit's going down? Or does she make it back and find him? Yeah, I mean, they don't say when he was rescued from the temple. Yeah. They said he was taken from the temple, but nobody ever specified when or who so what if could can just let him go yeah i mean he could have been hiding in there for a long time yeah he, he's small enough mm-hmm. he's resourceful enough we've seen it already yeah um i i still think that maybe yoda saved him that would make them like the most logical sense in like a breed saving its own breed like its own yeah. species but Yoda's also on his way to something else. Uh, he's battling Palpatine and then getting the fuck out and the yeah. Luke and Leia are being born and stuff. And it's not so I'm like not there's sure. a space station on Dagobah. Like, how the fuck would Yoda get on and off of Dagobah? Does he, he have a, a ship? Pod. Yeah, they show the little ship. Oh, I when guess he gets they do. Out. Yeah. It's just a tiny little Yoda ship. It's a baby <laughs> ship. It looks like an escape pod. I don't know if it is. Is it but... the one that he got from the Wookiees? Or is this something oh, different? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just sidetracking. I don't know. It's like a little golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> baby Yoda's. Not baby Yoda. Real Yoda's <laughs> golf cart. 
And that's really funny. Know, gets it gets them there. <laughs> it does it's what it Prius needs to do. Battery powered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's I like your sister's theory. It could be interesting. I mean, maybe not. It because, could be anybody. Honestly, it could be. It could be anybody. P- I, I was on, saying like people you, on fucking Twitter are saying if we see a purple lightsaber show up and a one handed Jedi, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm oh like, come God. on now. We can't have 50 heart attacks just in two, three episodes. Like you got to space them out, Favreau and Filoni. Like, oh, I'm sure they will because they want us to watch all the other shows they're going to produce. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. No, they, they definitely they 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 set up. Many other shows in one episode. Yeah. I mean. The Ahsoka show. The Thrawn show. Yeah. More yeah. Mando. Potential other <laughs> shows. The next season of Mando. Like. No. Someone was saying like Book of Book of Boba Fett is slowly just becoming Mandalorian season three. Well, okay. <laughs> let's talk about that because people, some people online are pretty pissed. Like, you know what I would love to see more of? Boba Fett in the Book of Boba Fett. And yeah. it's like, okay, slow down, folks. We wouldn't have gotten a book of Boba Fett without the Mandalorian series, right. okay? And uh, so I think Boba, as far as shows are concerned, owes this one to... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think of these shows now as more of, like, the new Star Wars. And they're... they're yeah, like, just... a, like the universe, the, the yeah, Star Wars cinematic universe. Exactly. <laughs> and they're just using different names for different branches of the story, but they're all part of the same big story. You know, they're cross-pollinating mm-hmm. everything, so... Yeah. Which is good marketing. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we sat here on this podcast and said, if you'd have made Ray a Kenobi... Yeah. You could have promoted the Kenobi show and filled gaps. and But there's also the theory going around that perhaps Obi-Wan has some influence on Grogu and we'll see that show up in his show. But I think there's enough topics there for Kenobi's show to tackle she, without that. To stand alone. I, I mean, mean, it's. I wondered if like it's possible that Obi-Wan is the one who rescued Grogu. If you want to give the internet an aneurysm, have it... Absolutely. Sh- have Kenobi show up to save Grogu and you're going <laughs> to... Literally murder half of half of your fans. They won't be able to Seriously. handle it. But it would sure tie in really interestingly with the new Kenobi show, season one, all by itself. Yes. Oh my and, god! And here's the thing, too, for the people who are upset. I get it. At the same time, it's not over yet. They obviously have some sort of plan. They got one more episode. Let's just hold off. Yeah. On jumping the gun here before the show's even done. This is the show, Lauren, that I said I would not watch because I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Now I know I cannot say that about any one of these shows. It's yeah. like Marvel. Every Marvel movie wraps into every other Marvel movie. Yeah, you've got to watch it all. Or you've got to watch them all. Something like... important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I learned my lesson real fast, but I mean... Thank God I did, because look at what I've... I would have heard about it, but it would have been spoiled. I mean, you would have probably called me and said, you have got to oh my God, watch. Yeah. I, I did that with a few of my friends today who are huge Star Wars fans, but they've been, like, kind of meh on the shows, which is how I feel yeah. about the shows, too, sometimes. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean... Sometimes they feel a little low budget for what they are. They feel like kind of what Star Trek used to feel like back in the whatever that was. My mother will hiss at you for saying that. I <laughs> she mean, will hiss at you. Part of what was but so, it's true. It's what was endearing about Star Trek. I'm not shit talking. It's like that 
genre of sci-fi TV show, right? And it was like very true. Monster of the Week and the sets when it was like a boulder, you'd put your hand on it and like if they didn't pan away fast enough, you could see it was made of styrofoam, you know, that kind of shit. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it has that feeling and like I would definitely say Book of Boba Fett, the first episode, the way they cut the action made it look cheap. It looked like they didn't have stunt people like following through all the way. So they cut and panned and moved the cameras in a way that made it look like you couldn't quite see the action all the way through Mm. and it felt campy to me but i still was enjoying it Mm -hmm. for the most part these episodes are lore building episodes right and they yes they tie into the bigger picture which is what is so rewarding to a star wars fan truly i completely agree you said that perfectly yes it's fine to tell these stories which is why i really didn't like mandalorian season one there i've said it it was boring and it was monster of the week and i just don't care about stuff because you tell me i should yes correct by season two, they started lore building again and like showing mm-hmm. the cloning facilities and all this weird shit where you're just like, what the fuck is this going to like tie into in a bigger storyline? Yes. That's where I get very interested because there is so much material in Star Wars right now that you really got to tell me something special to get me interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just be force fed, you know, another goofy scenario where we crash our car into a bicycle or whatever the fuck yeah, was right. happening in season yeah, no, just some two. superfluous s- scene yeah the slowest biker chase i ever saw in my life i don't want to talk about that scene <laughs> <laughs> not in this yeah. episode <laughs> yeah it was that's its own thing but like my point is book of Boba Fett was entertaining it was fine but like this is tying it into a bigger story and mm-hmm. I think it's actually pretty cool that they're giving Boba Fett a foot in to the larger story because he was always a peripheral character. Yes, and and I also saw that online today that they're like, well, you guys got what you wanted. Boba Fett standing in the background while all the other characters take care of. But, I mean, because that's how we were introduced to him in the yeah. original trilogy. Yeah. Let's be real. But now he's being given some depth, and I appreciate that because it's about the story. You and I will preach to the day we're dead that Star Wars is about the storytelling. Yes. It's not about the gimmicks. No. The gimmicks are fun. It mm-hmm. makes it kind of campy and yeah. goofy and silly. It's Star Wars. It's fantasy. But it's the human aspect. Like when, not to get off Luke for too long, but when Boba Fett <laughs> was with the, the, uh, the sand people. Yes. The Tusken Raider clan. Yes. That was amazing. And they didn't even speak anything I understood. It was communal. Yes. It was one uh, one group of people teaching someone else something, and that person teaching this group of people something, and it's the shared, it's, you know. Respect. We don't, there was that respect. Yes. Yeah. You don't even need dialogue. There was some action there, and there was some dialogue through, like, act, you know, like, mm-hmm. Like Boba Fett trying to almost sign language stuff yeah. to them, which is great. They were teaching each other. And the tribal dance at the end of episode two was like probably my favorite scene before this whole episode, episode six. But like, <laughs> that's the kind of shit that I really like. Yeah. Boba Fett at the end of the day just wants a family. He wants a, he wants a clan. He mm-hmm. wants a crew. He never had one. 
all he had was his father and that was, you know. So in a way, Boba's not all that different from Luke, you know, yeah. or Grogu or Din, Mando, mm-hmm. because they're all just trying to find their clan and where they belong and, and who they trust and everything. And yeah. I think it is an overspreading overarching theme between all of these characters you can tie them together if you want or you could be like okay well that was a mando and luke episode but i don't think so there's similarities between all these individuals trying to make their way and find their place i mean you could say luke's was laid out before him but he's still trying to find i think right up until the moment he dies he's still trying to find his place Mm -hmm. because every time he thinks he reaches it kind of steps back a little or gets rewritten or finds a new obstacle or you know which is just life right that's it i mean it would be pretty interesting if let's say grogu wants to go back with the mandalorian so luke brings him back and he's Mm -hmm. in jabba's palace with boba fett again there would be tension there don't you think that would that would be an odd and like dude (laughs) the entire time i've been watching boba fett I've been wondering why the fuck he doesn't want any revenge against Han Solo. Solo has not come up once. He's the I think reason he's in that fucking pit at the in the first episode. Do you want to know what I think? I'm marking it down. I'm making it known on this podcast right now in this moment. I think what they're going to bust out, maybe not in this particular sequence, but it's going to happen. I think Han Solo is coming. I think we're going to get it. I don't know how. They've proven they can do whatever they want now <laughs> with with uh, <laughs> deep fakes and fa- face facial recognitions and all kinds. Okay. I think we're going to get a deep fake Leia, a very young Ben Solo, who show up to Luke's school, and Han's there, and Han bridges the gap to Boba, and that... That's like in the next book of Boba or something. But I'm calling it right now. There's going to be a deep fake Leia, whether she's off in the distance and Ben comes running towards Luke, like Uncle Luke. Like, oh it's my God, school, I'll die. Which makes it even worse, right? Ugh. Knowing what we know. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, could you imagine if they had that happen? They could use any little kid for Ben Solo. That's true. Yeah. They just deep fake Adam Driver's face on a tiny kid. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Shit, he'd probably agree to do it. We love Adam Driver. Oh my god, Adam Driver's amazing, <laughs> talented motherfucker. But yeah, that's I'm call, I'm just saying, if we see that, I will not be surprised. But I think Han is not to be counted out yet. How fucking weird would it be if we just end up getting more like original trilogy <laughs> stuff, but they're all just like <laughs> AI versions of the. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It would be okay as long as <laughs> as long as Filoni is in charge. I'm okay with it because he yeah. loves those characters. You know what Filoni and Favreau? Well, you know what Filoni did because this was quote unquote his episode. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, you want Luke Skywalker? How about an hour of Luke Skywalker? You want Baby Yoda? You miss Baby Yoda? How about an hour of Baby Yoda? Oh wait." <laughs> Why don't we sprinkle some Ahsoka in there? Oh, we want Anakin references? Okay, you got those too. Oh, and by the way, Cad Bane. I know. Oh, my God. That entrance was so fierce. As soon as I saw his silhouette, I was like, that right? sheriff's getting shot. <laughs> yep. I was like, he's getting blown the fuck away. Yeah. And in fabulous style. I... Oh, uh, I, I, I... As he's walking up, I was like, I swear to God, if Corey Burton's not the voice... It's right. not going to be Cad Bane. Nope, it's not going to. That, of course. It was. So 
relieved. Yeah, to he hear. looks spooky as fuck. I mean, I would not want to see him in, in the in the Clone Wars. He's kind of like he's his own caricature of himself. Yeah, but then you put him in like live action, you're like, oh fuck! If I came up against him, I wouldn't want. And to think how many times Kenobi had to deal with this bitch, like. <laughs> With Quinlan Voss, like I know, right? Put it into perspective. This guy was badass. Look yeah, at him. He was terrifying looking. Whew. If you ran into that at dark alley, you'd shit your pants. I mean the the uh, mayor there. What's his name? I can't remember his character's name. I'm so sorry. Oh, the um, the sheriff. Yeah, I don't remember. He his name. told Timothy Oliphant. That's just all I know is the actor's yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think character. I think it's like I think it begins with a C. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I only learned who Max Rebo was today. I didn't know he had a fucking name. <laughs> and I would like to publicly, publicly apologize to Max Rebo himself because I didn't know that creature had a name. What kind of Star Wars fan am I? Well, now everybody's like, is he okay? He got blown up. Yeah, everyone on was like, is Max Rebo okay? And I'm like, who the fuck is Max Rebo? Like, And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's the blue guy. I didn't realize. I hope he's all right. Max Rebo and the Max Rebo band. Yes, I didn't even fucking How did anyway. he not die on Jabba's barge? How is he still alive? Oh, so when I looked up Max Rebo, there is a hole on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Shout out to our friends at Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a whole thing on there about how he escapes. Oh, so it's in okay. there. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. As I was finding out that like they all had names, I had no, I, okay. So like our girl, Cy Snoodles is in the band. I didn't know she was a part of the official band, <laughs> uh, but okay. Anyway, we, we hope Max, we hope you're doing all right. <laughs> it's a tough loss if not, but. If you survive the barge, you'll be all right. I yeah. think you'll be all right. Yeah. Like sending, he probably rolled away somehow. Sending prayers and good wishes. <laughs> so let, let can we can we go back to something that I do not want to miss hmm. because I think it's our highlight, perhaps. Besides the Anakin, Ahsoka, Luke, uh, referencing and side eyeing and twinkle in their eye yeah, yeah, and yeah. everybody knows and it's all. <laughs> Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber. Oh my god. Yeah, I was gonna say, could we please talk about that at some point? Let's just talk about that because uh, <laughs> that was my favorite part, honestly. I it's I was watching the scene like Grogu was with like Yeah. Oh, I know. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, whoever the fuck is doing that in real life is yes. a hero now because it's like the we never got that scene, right? In Empire Strikes Back, Luke just suddenly knows how to wield a lightsaber, even though Yoda only had him, like, basically doing backflips well, and handstands the entire time. It's true, which which he obviously held on to, because he did it with little Grogu I on his back. That how was cute. so fun. What a reminiscent, beautiful nod. And the part where he jumps onto, like, an animal's back? Yes, it's just like, <laughs> I don't wake up loud. the poor innocent. <laughs> That's very Star Warsy. It like, is. Is it? That is know. the kind of like. That's the kind of kid friendly, cute thing that I like in Star Wars. Not the like, womp rat dragging a woman behind a crate. Whatever. I that I was just not into much. it. But anywho, right. um, yeah. When he like lit the lightsaber and started doing katas in the bamboo forest, I literally. I literally died. I died. My soul left my body. <laughs> <laughs> it was that good. 
it was fucking great. Like the control he has and the forms he was making were just the pointedness of his the sharpness of his movements. Yes. I mean, kudos to the body double, but it's what we would expect from Luke Skywalker at this point. Yes. And we, you know, but it's what we saw in that hallway scene in Mandalorian season two finale, the control, the precise movements, everything. Mm -hmm. It's what we see in the sequel scene when it's him and Leia sparring for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the movements, the control, the, the very Skywalkeriness of it. Um, it was, it was fantastic. It was <laughs> so good. And it was so different than Ahsoka's fighting style. Totally. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I also noticed that he did like a, perhaps it has a name. You're the expert on this, but like the jab, like where it jabs right towards the yes, camera. I love Le that. Ray does that. Yeah, I was thinking it was very similar. Did to you the, think that too? The scene in, what was it? Last Jedi where Ray is practicing. She's on the island. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was I cool. got vibes of that and I thought that's a good tie-in. Yeah, and I liked that we finally get to see Luke doing that. As a one of the many Jedis in all of Star Wars, we never see him practicing lightsaber combat. Yeah. So it was pretty fucking awesome. I And, like, it was so precise and so beautiful. And honestly, I wish they hadn't cut to Baby Yoda so much. I wanted to see more of that. We really only got a few seconds well, maybe, of Maybe it, we'll get more. Please. I mean, there's there's unlimited potential now that they've proven that they can do it. Well, maybe that's the school where Luke and Leia are practicing, and you see that in Last Jedi. Like, mm -hmm. it looked tropical. I would have to not. It's a uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, what did I say? Last Jedi. Oh no, I didn't mean. We know that. that's not right, but scratch <laughs> that out and okay. Yeah, but mm -mm. <laughs> it honestly, dude, I I I like the sequels. I like them. But this new stuff, especially this stuff with Luke, makes me dislike them even more. Like, it makes me really want a lot more distance from them because, like, we're seeing all this. And this is why I had to stop reading some of the comic books, too. Because after Last Jedi, it's like, we're watching Luke grow. We're watching him learn all this stuff in the comic books, becoming a deeper, more amazing Jedi and it's leading to that. I don't I don't want to see that. It's really hard to watch him being the most incredible version of himself you've ever seen in canon and knowing that that's ultimately where we're headed. It just like mm -hmm. really hurts my heart to think of that. I I want one of two things. I want them to either bridge the gaps and make it make sense or just that's its own thing this is its own thing yeah whichever camp you're in be in your camp um like why yeah. did they have to kill all of our heroes i don't know you know because like now i know they had a different production team they were using you know jj abrams and ryan johnson and all of that and i don't blame kathleen kennedy like a lot of people do she's a producer she didn't write the script. She probably approved it, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, Dave Filoni is... I felt like those, the sequel trilogies feel like fan fiction. And mm -hmm. Dave Filoni feels like the person who has studied with George Lucas and understands... 
oh the way it's supposed to go and so like when he adds to the story it it builds the story yes and like i don't understand why the sequels couldn't have just been this great story about ray why did it have to be actually a story about killing all the original characters and yeah i don't know i don't want to turn this into a total shit talk thing but be like part of me feels like very sad seeing this new content because it's so good and knowing that's where we're headed just really fucking bums me out <laughs> yeah I, I i i i agree um I'm just trying to compartmentalize at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't know what's coming, and we got to enjoy it as it comes. I I don't know. I don't know. It's true, yeah. It's the best way to do it. There were some things about this episode that I didn't wholly like. I thought the voiceover was kind of slow. Mm, like, you mm-hmm. knew it was a voiceover, um, which is fine. I can excuse that because... It's trying to tell a story with a character that is essentially non-existent. Right. So, I mean, they're bringing us the very best that they can. I mean, let's be real. All of the Grogu merchandise that they sold in the past two years funded that entire episode. Yeah. So I get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're here to enjoy the story and, like, seeing our hero again and seeing him be tied in with our new heroes, like heroes like Ahsoka, heroes like mm-hmm. Mando and Boba Fett and all these people. Like, yeah, it's new with the old because of a well-woven story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, there were, was it flawless, seamless? No, it was damn good for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wholeheartedly enjoyed myself watching that. Yeah, I agree. I thought the voice was very monotone and like, Mark Hamill is not a monotone person, especially playing Luke Skywalker. He goes up right? and down and up. And down. Yeah, it does. It, it does. Yes. We and he Mark. has these, <laughs> these moments of warmth, which I really think they, they did a good job of that. But they didn't have him talk like a normal person enough. Like, like, like you. I don't care. I'm totally fine with how it was done. I'm happy. I loved mm-hmm. it. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. If you want to nitpick, that would be the thing I nitpick is the sound of the voice. I still don't understand why the fuck they're not using Mark Hamill. He is alive. I mean, do we know? Do we know for sure that they didn't? I mean, I don't really know. We don't know for sure, but like he sounded like an auto-tuned, like, and I, like I told you, I listened, I rewatched the episode with headphones on and he actually has like an electronic hum around some Mm. of his words. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they got it like as close as they could to sounding clean. But every now and then there'd be like something he said that had that sampling, like auto-tune sound to yeah. it. So I'm fairly certain they took sampling from the original trilogy and used that to like recreate the voice, which is what they mm-hmm. did with the last episode of Mandalorian. Maybe they tried a few things and this was the best they could do. I mean, we don't really know what they do on the... Yeah, the back end of well, this, I mean, you know, and they say like starring Mark Hamill, which obviously was not like <laughs> I told you the text my dad said that was like, "Wow, Mark, yeah. Mark moves pretty good for being 70. <laughs> Amen. I tell you what, though, I, to bring that kind of character back in the manner in which they were brought back, I I can get along with just about anything unless it ruins the story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. We had Mark Hamill in The Last Jedi, and it wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, he was opinion. good, but the story was He was, story fine. He was, was moving, yeah. beautiful, 
He brought me to tears. We have more problems with that than any of this CGI stuff Mm -hmm. because we're more interested in the story. Yeah, you're right. You're really, that's 100% correct. Mm -hmm. So again, these are our opinions. We're not here to bash. We're just telling you we have our likes, we have our dislikes. Yeah, we're just bouncing ideas around, which, and like with Last Jedi, I liked it when I first saw it and the more I thought about it, I didn't. So Me too. I thought it was, I I thought that was a fun movie and this is very sad and awful and oh my God, but then the more I thought about it and no, I didn't let the internet corrupt me no it was just my own thoughts something sat wrong with me mm-hmm. at the end of that movie too and anyway yeah so that yeah the point is that like these are our initial thoughts this is what we're gushing about yeah. you know 48 yeah. hours after the fact so and i don't i don't think we're done yet we're not done by any means yeah i don't think so either which i'm i'm very excited about yeah <laughs> let's talk about the little move the little motion that luke uses with the force to kind of carry baby yoda along with him because he can't walk fast enough that was so cute <laughs> was that adorably done oh my that God. was well thought it was so cute that's adorable you know what i noticed and that's part of it like i was thinking about it's very obviously reminiscent of luke training with yoda and mm-hmm. i just kept thinking that he is kind of like He's not, like, effusive. He's not being, like, coddling. Mm-hmm. But he's very kind. He says things yes. like, no, that's not how we use it. But then he would say, better, better, very good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Yoda ever said, good job, <laughs> or, like, very Failed, good. Failed, you have. Yeah. Failed. <laughs> I believe we're... <laughs> and it's What's just... exact wording? Exactly. So it's just, like, it was very interesting to see his sweetness just his like sweet nature even though he's being a good teacher like you know how teachers are where they don't sometimes let you get too close they're just here to like Mm -hmm, facilitate mm -hmm. and let you find Mm -hmm. your way which is what he's he even said it's more like he's remembering than i'm teaching him but like just the little kindnesses and the little gentleness where he said like welcome back when the kid woke up and like little things like that yeah. That really touched my heart. I thought that was a nice, that was very me too. Luke to me. That was very Luke. And um, he wants him to talk. He asks him, don't you want to remember? And it's all very painful. And I know that to to grow, you have to push past that discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. Luke did. And though he's dealing with basically a a young, very young I mean, in terms of whatever species right. Yoda and Grogu are, <laughs> right. um, very young, he he's trying to get him to go past that point of discomfort and not, like, get distracted or, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. And that's why he says, don't you want to remember, and kind of goes back to that Order 66, which, by the way, <laughs> it's not a Filoni episode without some clones. I know. I was just like, oh my god. I had so painful. many it's painful feelings. to see them it was... in their original armor. In yeah. the armor that we see them in. In the 501st. Yes, the yeah. 501st. The blue. And the you blue just and the white. No, Anakin's painful. out there somewhere in the background. And it's just, yep. oh my god. That scene. I felt so emotional. I'm sure the- Like when the, the Jedi in the middle takes yes. it and then just like oh crumples. I kept looking, I was like, I'm sure there's people on the internet who know, but I'm like, there's got to be clues of who they are, those three mm-hmm. Jedi. Well, yeah, I, I mean, who? I felt that in my Just bones. so many little things. Um, 
so I guess, what do you think of Luke giving Grogu the choice at the very end? Because I've seen mixed feelings on this, and I don't have mixed feelings on this. I do. I have mixed feelings. You do? Ooh, yeah. Do tell me. Because it's it's like giving a child a choice, you know? Mm. I know he's mm-hmm. 50 years old, but <laughs> he is a baby. Yeah, he's a, he's know, a he's, baby. He's one twentieth through his life at this point. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, doesn't Luke say a lifetime for you? No, I'm sorry. A day for you is a lifetime for someone else, meaning yes, the yeah. Mando? I, I think that it's hard to give a child that kind of choice. That's a very difficult choice for a child to make. And With all the emotional connection behind it, too. Yes. Like, I thought it was really interesting what he said, that if you do choose that, it's okay, but know that you will be giving in to attachment to those that you love, mm-hmm. which I thought was a very specific, interesting choice because Luke has love and attachment. Yes. But... Yes. He knows where to draw the line on that, you know, obviously. Yeah. So we've talked about in the past, but. We know that Filoni knows that. Right. Because he really understands the character. Yeah. So it's. I saw some opinions that that's not very Luke because Luke is basically all about attachment and stuff. And I think Luke's new school and at least new school of thought for the Jedi is that uh, the old Jedi didn't really have a choice. Did Obi-Wan have a choice in becoming a Jedi? Right. He no. was just taken. He was just taken. What about Ahsoka? Just taken. Kanan? Taken. Mace? The rest of them? All taken. Yeah. No choices. So I appreciate the fact that though Grogu is very young, I think the choice is important. And I think Luke re- recognizing that a choice should be made is important. But I also don't think it has to be definitive. No matter which one he chooses, I don't think it's going to be, that's it. I think it's important. I, I think it's a very heartbreaking choice. And I just kept thinking how sad it was that, like, Mando couldn't see the baby. And then the baby has to I make know. this I know, I get choice. it. But it's very sad. Right. And it's like, I understand why. But I also feel like Luke felt... Um, doubt you know he said he's not really sure his heart is in it so why Mm -hmm. would he force Grogu to keep going and he clearly saw that he was very mesmerized when Luke was using his lightsaber so he said like here are two like visual examples of your two Mm -hmm. lives and you should Mm -hmm. really choose like now you said you wanted to come at first he said he you know in Mandalorian season two finale he said he wants your permission Mm-hmm. So he gets permission, he comes. Well, maybe he doesn't want to stay, and Luke is letting him make that decision. Yeah. Which I think is a very mature thing to do, and something the Jedi were like, maybe they give you that choice, but they also, I think, made you feel a little shitty about it if you wanted oh, to leave. Oh, 100%. And I don't, think, I don't think Luke is judging either way. I think he's saying, these are your two realities, and you have to pick when you can't really do both. Mm-hmm. At least not with him as your teacher. Right. Because obviously Kanan found a way to have attachment. Yes. And do and, both. And I saw, 
I saw people on Twitter say, well, in Ezra's school, you don't have to make a choice. I'm like, bitch, where's Ezra? Well, and like in Ezra's school, you can do whatever the fuck you want and be a He dick. rides whales for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, right? No, no, sh- no shade, Ezra, but we love Ezra. But Yeah, if I had listen, to choose this is, between... This isn't about Ezra. Yeah, give me Ezra or Luke. I'm going to choose Luke every time. Sorry. Probably going to go with Luke. So this choice that Luke is essentially giving Grogu didn't... Yoda also give Luke a choice. Like, if you leave now and stop your training, be defeated by Vader, you might. You know, shit like that. Yeah. And Luke chose his friends. So maybe, in a sense, baby Yoda's going to choose his friend. Or his dad figure. His dad. Yeah. (laughs) His dad, Din. Or, I mean, and still, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think he'll choose the armor. What do you think he'll choose? I don't know. I'm really torn on it. I think he'll probably... Here's what I hope. I hope he chooses the lightsaber. Yeah, I think he will choose but the I... lightsaber. A lot of people, I, I think, would will be torn on that question. Yeah. That, that's, my, that's my one question. I also wonder, they're probably not going to answer it in the next episode. I would guess. Probably not. They're going to go back to Boba Fett in the next episode, and they won't address any more Luke or Grogu until next season. Or another Correct. show. Well, for all Mandalorian know. or Ahsoka or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. He Thrawn. Sh- Cassian. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Cassian, yes. <laughs> Definitely Cassian. <laughs> Honestly, do, like, Cassian and Obi-Wan's shows could overlap. Absolutely, they could. The time periods yeah. would be in there. So that is probably where they'll do the oh shit moment in the Cassian show. Oh shit. See, here we are predicting shit. Mark it down. Yep. Mark it here. We've said it first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel grateful that we got even that if we get nothing else, Luke Skywalker, I will cling to this episode for the rest of my life because I loved the location. I loved the feeling of, um, you know, had that feeling of like classic samurai movies where you go and train with your, you know, master or whatever and just like the scenes of meditation even what you were saying with the frogs like lifting the frogs up out of the water the hand you know lifting it was like mm-hmm. humor and kindness and levity is like grogu was distracted so he just used it as a teaching moment to show like yes you know it was sweet yeah. it was very sweet and tender-hearted i thought it was really fun i love yeah they it. they successfully captured luke's control his precision, his knowledge and gift mm-hmm. of the Force, but also, most importantly, his kindness. Yeah. Which is why we love Luke. And that's what we love about him, is that he's all of those things, but he is most importantly kind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Filoni and Favreau. Yes. Thank you. Truly, from the bottom of our hearts. <laughs> So, it's your turn. What did you think? What'd you think of the episode? Be honest, too. Yeah. I mean, we didn't love everything, but we basically did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But also, uh, what are your thoughts, feelings? Too much Luke? Not enough Luke? Do you love Luke and Ahsoka? What do you think Baby Yoda will choose? Armor? Yes. Or saber? Gush at us. (laughs) Yes, all of it. All of the above. Tell us. Yes. So join us back here next week, for real this time. 
we're gonna unless something else wild happens yeah, in the meantime true but... <laughs> unless there's another crazy episode on wednesday and then the favorite quotes are gonna get bumped again but yeah <laughs> next week as long as there's nothing too crazy in the book of boba fett we will come back to our regular scheduled program and just talk about our favorite star wars quotes Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast emergency episode. (laughs) Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. (laughs) 